Hi, I'm Maina Karaman-Wilms, and you're listening to The Decibel from The Globe and Mail. Before you book that trip, you might want to consider the recent warning of, quote, extreme delays from Toronto's Pearson Airport. And the airports in Vancouver and Montreal aren't faring much better either. You may have seen some of the astounding photos on social media of lines that you can't even see the front of just to get through security. Today, we've got Globe transportation reporter Eric Atkins. He'll explain the holdup at Canada's airports. Basically, it's more people. The airports say all these government agencies and the airlines need to staff up. You'll also hear from some passengers at Toronto's Pearson International Airport. So normally this is, I've been traveling to uh, Toronto for like more than 50, 20 years. This is the longest I have to wait. And this is the busiest I've ever seen. This is The Decibel. Eric, it's, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks. So, so what are travelers experiencing at airports right now across Canada? The main thing is longer waits. People are being told to arrive at the airport two to three hours early. There are longer waits at security check-ins. There are fewer staff to check people in. Uh, I mean, the, the, there's lots of machines that are supposed to give us the boarding pass. But yeah, it, I guess for a lot of people it doesn't work and there aren't enough staff to cover the people that don't have a boarding pass. So yeah, kind yeah. of a huge line. Yeah. The check-in was pretty good actually. It was a very nice lady that helped us out. So it was, it was pretty quick. Um, but then the um, uh, dropping off the bags where the, the system went down, it was a, quite a bit of a wait there. Oh, yeah. So if we came at one and it's now three, that's, that's why we're delayed. There are waits at customs. If at large airports in Canada, there's U.S. customs pre-clearance. So if you're flying to a U.S. destination, U.S. customs people are at the Canadian airport. There are longer waits there. Again, staffing. I've never had to wait that much. And we only travel to United States. We, we just flew into um, Florida. From the time we checked in to the time we got on the plane, it was three hours. And when you arrive, there are a few different places where you can experience a longer wait. People are being made to wait on a plane. The plane is parked. You're not allowed to get off the plane. We're, we're hearing of, you know, more than an hour wait sitting on a plane waiting to leave. Mm. And then, of course, once you exit the plane and go through the terminal, um, you could face waits, longer than usual waits, at customs, waiting for your bags to uh, roll by the carousel. Mm. Okay, so waiting at a lot of different stages than it sounds like. Yes. Is this for international and domestic flights? Like, are people flying to any destination experiencing this? It seems to be both international and domestic, although because international passengers, they face more checks. They face customs checks uh, here and at the other end and when they arrive back. So those people seem to be facing longer waits. Hmm. And... Of course, people are traveling more now that COVID restrictions are, are lifting a bit. Has there been a surge lately in people buying flights? And is this kind of maybe what's causing this, the surge in, in people? Um, that is part of it. Certainly people are returning to flying. Uh, uh, as we know, the, the pandemic that started in March 2020 halted most air traffic. In Canada, most airlines actually shut down. The ones that 
did keep flying, Air Canada, partly WestJet, were only operating at about 10 or 20% of their usual volumes. Now, uh, you know, more than two years later, um, the pandemic in, you know, in much of the world has receded. Uh, people are more comfortable with the risks in some cases. Travel restrictions have eased and people, you know, they call it pent up demand. People are eager to return to uh, uh, vacations, to visiting family and friends for the first time in more than two years. So, you know, Air Canada is seeing is going to run about 90 percent of its usual volume this summer compared to, you know, 10 or 20 percent in the previous two years. So this surge happens at the same time that the government agencies that staff the, the checkpoints, the customs, the security clearance, they don't have enough uh, employees, frankly, to, to meet this surge in demand. Yeah, you mentioned that before, that these delays are happening at these checkpoints in airports where people can get bottlenecked, essentially. Why are these areas so understaffed? Well, a lot of the people were laid off in the pandemic. Uh, they were either you know, just sent home or put on the wage subsidy to stay on the payroll and be available to return to work. However, most wage subsidies have ended. So the people are either you know, simply out of work, on unemployment, or have found other jobs. Canada's unemployment rate is at about 5.3% in March, which is a, a, a multi-decade low. So it's not as simple as just putting up a job ad and uh, filling your empty positions. Um, you know, there's a staffing shortage across many sectors in Canada and replacing these people is not easy. Mm. Yeah, the uh, the body that runs Pearson International Airport in Toronto, Canada's biggest airport, they put out a press release blaming understaffing at these government checkpoints uh, in the airport for these these delays. I guess, is, is that blame properly laid then? Um, I would say yes and no. It's, it's you know, it's the surge in, in, in passengers, which I, I guess should have been expected, but it's also the understaffing at the government agencies that they are, are pointing the finger at. And those agencies are uh, the Canadian Air Transport Security Authority. Those are the folks that go through your luggage when you arrive. They conduct the health screen as required by Public Health Agency of Canada. And then there is uh, Canada Border Services Agency and the U.S. Counterpart. They, they check your passport, make sure you're allowed in or out of the country. The, the airport does not hire those people. They're, they rely on the government agencies to fill those positions and to operate those services. So you, you, you mentioned the Canadian Air Transport Security Authority there, CATSA, as it's kind of colloquially known. I want to actually read you something from what they've said as, as, as in kind of response to this. So they have their own comments about what's going on at airports. And, and this is part of the statement that they put out. So, quote, prior to the pandemic, resources could be cross-utilized more efficiently between the transborder and domestic and international checkpoints due to staggered passenger peaks. As air travel recovers, we are observing simultaneous peaks. Now, there's a little bit of jargon in there, but can, can you unpack that for us, Eric? What does that mean? Hmm. Well, scheduling planes, is a, it needs to be done precisely. And anytime you have a delay in one area, whether it's getting the bags off the plane and turning the plane, cleaning the plane, refueling the plane for the next flight, or if you have a delay in getting passengers on the plane so it, uh, it, it can't be pushed back from the gate, in time, all these things back up down the system. So a delay in one area can mean a delay in every area. And uh, when one plane gets out of schedule, the plane that is due to uh, land and use the gate next 
is also delayed. In a, in a practical sense, a lot of the reason people are being held on the plane is because either customs is lined up and they don't want to deal with another, you know, 200 people to come in, or uh, as some airlines have said, there's a staffing shortage of the people who unload the bags from the plane. They're simply not there. They're doing another flight. Other airports that are connected with the Canadian ones, Canadian and international, are facing similar challenges. So delays at those airports are also having an impact at Canadian airports, causing delayed arrivals, uh, delayed departures because they're not prepared to accept our planes yet. So I, I guess it's kind of it's not just the Canadian airports that are experiencing this problem. Is this a more widely felt problem too? Then. It's hard to say exactly how widely felt. Canada hasn't experienced the pilot shortage that much of the world has because a lot of the airlines kept their pilots on staff and fully trained. However, the the problems with uh, the check-in people seems to be uniquely Canadian at this point. Although the U.S. Customs uh, and Border Protection Agency, which provides U.S. Customs preclearance at some Canadian airports, is also experiencing a, a staffing challenge. Are you at all worried that you might miss your flight with this line? Uh, I don't think so. I think they will probably expedite. And, uh, because when the flight is uh, getting late and they figure out it's going to be very slow, so they come out and ask for uh, that specific flight passengers and then expedite them. So there's always a risk I might miss. What What's the solution to this, Eric? I think it's basically it's more people. The airports say all these government agencies and the airlines need to staff up, but they also want the the process streamlined. There are some health measures put in place in the pandemic, health questionnaires, random tests for COVID-19 that are still in place. And the airports would like some of these eased. They, they want international passengers to no longer be subjected to random testing because this is time consuming. It requires staff. It requires extra lineups. It slows everything down. In addition, there are health questionnaires that people coming and going are subject to. And this requires, in some cases, a visit to a kiosk where you enter your information. You are asked questions at other points by, uh, by security and uh, customs people. The airports would like these uh, measures dropped. Yeah, can we actually just go over what measures are still in place now? So if you are flying internationally, what do you have to do in terms of the, the COVID measures and the screening that you have to go through? It often depends on where you're flying to, but in Canada, to get on a plane to fly in or out of Canada, you have to be fully vaccinated. If you're arriving internationally, you are also subject, possibly subject to random COVID testing. In addition, you're required to answer the standard health questions. Are you feeling well? Have you been exposed to anybody with COVID? That sort of thing. Pre-pandemic, it took the uh, check-in officers about 30 seconds to process an average international traveler. Today, it can take two to four times longer because of these steps that I've mentioned. So that's actually a a significant difference there. So I, I would imagine that's a huge part of the bottleneck then if people are coming in and it's just taking that much longer to get through passengers. Yes, yes. And what are the requirements in terms of masking and stuff? Are we still required to to mask at all the stages there? Yes. Inside a terminal and on a plane, you're required to mask unless you're eating or drinking. 
And anyone going to the U.S. still actually has to provide a negative COVID test before before boarding their flight. People coming back into Canada still need to use that ArriveCan app to register themselves as vaccinated. Are, are those details also holding up the airport lines then? Well, some of those details have to be provided at a kiosk. People are looking at their phones, trying to find staff to ask for guidance. All those things add to the, to the wait time and the demands on the people who provide the answers. Why are we still experiencing this shortage? Why aren't we just hiring more screeners? Well, a lot of these jobs are not highly paid. Uh, and, and at the same time, the unemployment rate is at a multi-decade low. So replacing the people and, and, and staffing up uh, is not an easy task. All the agencies say they are doing so and they're uh, uh, advertising and doing their best to speed up the process, but it doesn't happen overnight. To work at an airport, you have to be trained. There are security clearances that you have to go through, so you can't just start the next day. Yeah. What are airports saying they're going to do to fix this problem, Eric? In some cases, it's out of the actual airport's hands because they rely on so many different companies and agencies to provide the services that we we see when we go through an airport. There's the airlines, there's the government agencies we mentioned, there's the third-party contractors that, uh, in most cases, unload, clean, fuel the planes, push them back, maintain them. There's many different companies, and they're all, in, all to some degree, experiencing uh, uh, new demands on their time and staffing shortages. Additionally, any delay at one stage of it can also throw off the shift of your employees. So their shift might end and you have to rely on the next shift to complete complete the task. And this, again, that cascades into uh, more delays. Hmm. Having a lot of people flying uh, in a way is kind of a good problem for the airline industry because after two years of, of having their, their business really destroyed. Uh, wasn't there a plan in place, though, for how they'd ramp back up to full capacity at airports? Um, apparently not. <laughs> I, I, I don't fully have an answer for that. And uh, other, the agencies that we've spoken to all say, have all said, uh, we know there's a problem and we're working on it. I think part of the reason is you know, the way that the pandemic seems to, it, it does, it goes in waves. And with those waves, depending on the country, come health restrictions. Is there a timeline for when airports and airlines think these problems are going to be solved? No, nobody will stick their neck out and say when the problem will be solved. They all hope it will be solved, you know, yesterday. Uh, but they're planning to run, most airlines are planning to run about 90% of uh, pre-pandemic capacity this summer. So they, you know, it needs to be solved and it needs to be solved quickly. Mm -hmm. To give you a sense of the surge in passengers, CATSA says that it, Canada's eight largest airports, it screened on May 1st, 2022, 121,000 people. The same day last year, they screened 15,000 people. The same day in 2019, that number was almost 160,000. Hmm. So it went from 160,000 to almost nothing, then back to you know 121,000 within two years. So it's been whipsawing, and it's uh, you know it's hard to meet the peak, the new peak. So yeah, these the, basically the surge of passengers has happened, and everyone seems like they're trying to play catch up at the airport, essentially. <laughs> That's what it looks like. So for people traveling now, Eric, what, what should they do to, to make sure that they kind of minimize their frustrations as much as possible in the airport? Oh, there's not much they can do. Uh, they could follow the advice of the airports and the airlines and simply arrive early, be patient, 
make sure you're you're prepared. Like have your liquids where you should. Don't carry things on on, on your uh, body that you're not supposed to. Put them in your uh, checked luggage. Um, have all your documents ready. Have your vaccine passport at the ready. Check in at the kiosk or from home if you can before you get there. It's just uh, I think most people are coming in early. They've they've heard so, and we're getting lots of uh, information in advance from the. Uh, airlines and that to come early so hey we're going on holidays i can't complain you just have to pack your patience eric thank you so much for for taking the time to speak with us today thanks my pleasure that's it for today i'm manika raman wilms our intern is emily mcphail our producers are madeline white cheryl sutherland and rachel levy mclaughlin david crosby edits the show Kasia Mihailovich is our senior producer, and Angela Pachenza is our executive editor. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.